Oh my god, it just started a different track. Hello, this is Carnegie Natural, episode uh, 15? 14. Whatever one it is. 11? It's okay. <laughs> it's more than I thought. It's. I think I think uh, Evans might have been the 13th. Wow. Oh, we're, Let's name them all right Evan, now. Evan was not the last person we did, so... Oh, Drew... Oh, shit. Regardless, the, that, all that really matters is that this is the first sequel in uh, Carnegie Natural history, or at least... Uh, the podcast maybe. strikes back. Yeah. <laughs> first returning guest. First returning guest. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought Tim was. Story. I always thought Tim was a guest who just returns every week. That's, that's <laughs> also true. Eddie too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The only uh, person who's been on every podcast so far is Josh. So I guess he's really the only person who isn't a guest. Well, actually, that's not. That wasn't true until now. So we should go in a circle, introduce ourselves, and then you'll see who who is missing. That's right. True. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm Josh. Jacob. I'm Tim. And I'm Eddie. And, and maybe, so, maybe email us who you think is missing this week, which of the hosts, and... Before the next 10 seconds where we reveal who's missing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> if you're listening live. If you're listening live. <laughs> yeah. We can, we can keep it a secret until they email it. Email us. At until we get in trouble. We just will never say who's missing. <laughs> I mean, they, later we might have a special guest. We might. We who, might. If, if he might, shows up, then... Yeah. Who might be the missing person that we're talking about. Well, the, the really important person is uh, Jacob. We got him back. Uh, somehow, we were able to con- convince him to come back for a second podcast. Uh, another another hour and a half of uh, great stories. Um, <laughs> I mean, actually, I think besides our first episode where people listened to it just because it was like the new thing on the team, uh, Jacob's podcast is our most listened to, I think. I believe. That's just from me listening to it over and over again. Because <laughs> I love the sound of my own voice. Yeah, wow. but it's yeah the 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 viewership's undeniable, so we're gonna kind of do that again, like any good sequel, try to rip off the the, the boon of the original, <laughs> like every Marvel movie of all time. It might be a rare sequel that's better than the original. You never know. Yeah, like speaking speaking like Shrek, like Shrek too. <laughs> well, they're both they're both really good. So Cars two, Tur- <laughs> Terminator two. two, Judgment Day. I mean, Spider Man two is pretty good. Speaking speaking uh, of, of good sequels, too. Jacob, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, what's your favorite sequel? My favorite sequel? Yeah. Probably Terminator 2 Judgment Day. <laughs> it's just like it was just mentioned before. <laughs> right, I mean, that's why it popped into my head. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? My favorite Star Wars movie? Unironically and ironically. Okay, unironically, probably episode 5. I think it's just a great movie. Like, all the way around, you know. Also a sequel. Also a sequel. Just does everything. Great. Uh, I also love episode three because it just goes all out, you know. Like, it does the whole movie. <laughs> it really it just it just puts it into high gear. It, it, they rev the engine and they don't <laughs> let go for two hours and thirty minutes. They pull out all the stops. Yeah, they're thing. flooring it. They're flooring it. <laughs> even 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 the scene where uh, where Padme is standing on the balcony and Anakin walks in and uh, they talk about how much they love each other. And <laughs> that's my favorite scene. No, because <laughs> I'm so in love with you. <laughs> well, I like seeing all of Padme's outfits. You know? Really, that's usually that's usually one of the uh, the bigger complaints of the movie is that she has too many outfits. You can oh, never have too many neat. outfits. Yeah. Have you ever seen the the? It's like Star Wars, like Episode Three, like rated R version. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I showed. I've it actually to, never heard of this. I showed it to you. It was during Stuco. It's. It's like a oh yeah yeah yeah. It's a YouTube video I where he's like, um, do you know on YouTube this uh, group called Corridor Digital? Do you know Freddie Wong? Never heard of him. Mm. 
All right, so I've seen some of his stuff. Freddie Wong, like all, Freddy the action, Wong, all the action edits. Right? Freddie Wong's in the past because he went he's pretty old. big things, and I guess he hasn't had the same popularity. But Corridor Digital still like kind of is a small group, and they just do like cool VFX stuff. So they had like a fun side project where each person on the team chose like a Star Wars scene and just made it like rated R. What the heck? <laughs> and like. One of the, one of them is where Anakin shows up to kill the younglings. And Master Ra- Skywalker, they had too many of them. What are we gonna do? <laughs> and so he can't like they can't like totally just make like CGI Anakin slaughter younglings. It take too much time because this was like a side project. But what the guy did do is that instead of pulling out a lightsaber, Anakin uh, pulls out like a remote switch that unlocks a trap door underneath the youngling that says, what are we going to do? And so <laughs> no. the youngling falls down the trap door, and then it cuts to Padme like in the her bedroom like watching the jedi temple burn and she's like staring at it and then you hear a scream and then a, a big splat on the window of this <laughs> youngling that gets lost. i have seen that now that <laughs> what the, splat, the splat made me remember <laughs> yeah so i, I showed i showed it in our our star wars stuco class because it was just i had seen it like the night before and it was just it's unreal <laughs> i have not heard that i also you showed us that I'll uh put in the link dump that like animated video with like george lucas watching the uh the final scene with uh obi-wan and anakin like, i want you to cut him up yeah it's <laughs> hard to convince anakin skywalker 2 is that video and that that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> i want you to cut him Obi-Wan. i want you to cut him up <laughs> that's like one of my greatest quotes from the YouTube video. yeah that's uh because of the the, I think we talked about this YouTube channel before, Meet Canyon. Yeah. Uh, he's also the creator of the, the Bugs Bunny video, which was actually, <coughs> recent news was uh, re- claimed by uh, Warner Brothers. Really? Yes. That, that, the... Have you, I don't know if so, I showed it to The one with, too, um, with the... With Bugs Bunny showing up and just being like, that's so, a nice little man pussy. <laughs> so if you don't know what we're talking about... Uh, we have references on the podcast. Before. Right, yeah, we have referenced it on the podcast before, but the, the video we're talking about is called Wabbit Season by Meat Canyon, and now it's harder to find, but there are still, like, re-uploads of it on YouTube. But, yeah, it was very well done uh, video that got claimed by Warner Brothers. Which no is longer weird. available. Which is you're weird, because <laughs> you're not allowed to, usually not allowed to claim parodies. Right. But like they some for some reason said that this was theirs, but then that kind of like shows like it's like it's weird because like they claim it as like the property of uh, of Warner Brothers, but the the content of the video I feel like they didn't even watch it yeah because like the content of the video is like like Bugs Bunny being just like an intense like sexual predator of Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> <What's that? laughs> they're just trying to make a quick buck for sure yeah. They, it's I mean, very like convenient. if they see that the video is monetized, they jump on it because like and the internet has lost a, a great video. <laughs> yeah, the people have lost. It made no sense with in regards to copyright law with like parodies being fine because this is like it's parody as it gets really. Yeah, that reminds me of uh, like Disney Plus. You know how they have pretty much every Disney movie. Uh-huh. Right. Pretty much is the key word. <clears throat> There's a movie called Song of the South. Oh that's well, yeah, that's got porn. that's got a history to it, and it's not on Disney Plus. Is it not? I thought they were being it's not. I thought they just put everything in there, like all of the old. Like there were a lot of just like racist things that were in the original Disney movies. Yeah, like the, uh, some of them they edited out. I mean, like particularly lot, like right? like Dumbo. I thought they or, didn't edit them. I thought they left it and they put a warning in the beginning saying that this was made in like the 1960s. Oh, really? And there was a different attitude. There. I know you can't find that song in the South. Originally, does Dumbo have racist things? Dumbo. It's got like. Does. It's crows. got the crows. Yeah, yeah. it's got the, the Jim Crow, the Jim, the Jim crows. crows or whatever. They oh, sing it's like a song. Yeah, well, they sing a song. I remember. I have a video cassette version. I have to rewatch. The crows. Yeah, they're, they're like particular. They're referencing like the Jim Crow laws. I and thought there was also. Yeah. I mean, like the famous one is Peter Pan. With uh, there's like the scene with like the Native Americans and they're like 
incredibly red like, people <laughs> who like, are just the most absurd stereotypes yeah. you've ever seen. That's like a big plot point, though, right? Yeah, it's a big plot Both point, the and that's a problem, kind and, of. Uh, and the Native <laughs> American plot point. But I mean, they, yeah. the, the whole thing was that Disney Plus wanted to make it like a historical archive, and I think they left at the beginning of each of those movies that, like, for kids who are watching it, they're saying, like, this is a historical thing. Like, people thought differently back when this movie was made. And was it Whoopi Goldberg who did it? Who did what? Who said that? I mean, I think it was probably the Disney executives. It would have been Whoopi Goldberg did the old Looney Tunes once, where she would just stand at the front, and because they would do like some crazy stuff, and and Whoopi Goldberg would like, this was a product of that time. Like, enjoy these cartoons the way they are today. (laughs) My understanding was, and you might you might be right, but my understanding was that Disney, for a lot of their older cartoons that contained like really racist elements. They like edited it because um, of the popularity of it. They thought that was like the best course of action was to like just like change the animation to like make certain things less racist. Um, and then like I thought it was like another studio like Sony or something that was like had a disclaimer um, like this was from like a product of the times essentially. Yeah, I mean but, Disney's too soft of company to do that. Maybe I don't know, but maybe maybe they've done that for certain. For certain films or something, but yeah, but Song of the South is particularly bad. Yes, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> although it did, I think, <laughs> win an award for its original song. Zippity doo da, zippity day. Is that where that's from? My yeah, oh from my, that. what a wonderful day. Yeah, well, as of November fourteenth, uh, twenty nineteen, I guess that's why I never heard where that movie Dumbo, where that song is from. Some other classics. Um, I don't know if it's changed since then. It might have changed because Disney yeah. Plus has probably made a ton of money since then. I know how a lot of subscribers. I have yeah, Disney Plus right now, which is crazy. I had a you free pay for something. No, I don't have it. My parents have it, so like, I got I got a free week to watch The Mandalorian. Um, yeah, we used that up. Speaking and then, of The Mandalorian, have so, you seen that, Jacob? I have not. Really, you probably like it, Jacob. I I have I've seen I have no a, TV shows ever. You've never seen a single TV show. Well, <laughs> seen very little TV shows. You've never seen a complete TV show. That's correct. Wow. Nothing that I can think of. Jacob, that, I... You might be one of a kind. I don't have, like, any streaming services. I, I use other people's. Jacob, yeah. I may or may not have The Mandalorian, so if you give me a thumb drive, I'll give you back The Mandalorian. The thumb drive that I just gave you, like, ten minutes ago? Yeah, I mean, not give it to me permanently, but I'll, we could do the handoff. That sounds like do I want to watch it? <laughs> what? That sounds like some Will Mitchell behavior. I don't know. I don't know if you. <laughs> I actually am not going to. I'm not going to strictly do this for, the pu- for the public record. <laughs> Forget what I said. Well, either way, you can get a free account with Disney Plus and watch the what is it like eight okay. episodes? It's the, yeah, it doesn't take that long. You it can takes, skip. You can skip episodes five and six or something. No, I'd watch them all. They're, they're all pretty good. Yeah. Gotta catch them. The last, the last few episodes are pretty. good. I didn't yeah, care. You do gotta catch them. You gotta catch them. I didn't care about the middle episodes, so. The, I th- I thought they were all decent. I thought they got it got consistently better as it went along. I thought the last few episodes were very good. Yeah, I mean, speaking of the Mandalorian, uh, there was a spoiler released. Yeah, uh, is that Carnegie Natural sponsored Star Wars spoilers? <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> we will we will, we will talk Star about Wars sponsors Carnegie Natural. I don't know how is it going to work. So, there's, there's, so there's, there's an actress who's confirmed to be playing Ahsoka Tano in the Mandalorian season two. That's not really a spoiler. It's not really a. Spoiler, That's just like someone's like, someone's in the show. It like, is it is a spoiler, but Disney probably wanted it out. Like I, for, I they didn't probably even know. It's like the same thing as when they released the trailer for Civil War and you saw Spider Man in it. Did you watch which the Clone Wars? The movie, Jacob. I watched <clears throat> all of. Well, I watched Clone Wars. 
The original. The original one. From like 2003. That was fantastic. It was just like 90 minutes of pure action. It was That was the most absurd TV show. <laughs> it really was though. Actually, I think I... It's like Mace Windu fighting off like 8 million droids. <laughs> oh, I, I love that. I watch that clip on YouTube all the time. Yeah. It keeps showing up in my suggested... Whenever you need to hype yourself up. That was the, uh, the first scene, like the reveal of General Grievous. Yeah, General Grievous. the guy who looks a lot like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Apparently, I learned recently that that's when they explained why General Grievous has, like, a cough in Revenge of Yeah, it's because they force-lunged his, like, chest together. They force-lunged? Or they forced, uh, whatever. They, Honestly, that they, could be a thing. I, don't you know, know. They just, I think a lot of the action in the original Clone Wars is just so absurd. Like, there's, like, a space battle. Yeah. And... They're in they're in a Venator class like start like destroy. There's like gravity somehow, and right? so like they're in the ship, and then they're like the ship is lost or like, and then it's like, well, it's time to leave the ship, and then they open the hangar bay, and they all the entire clone like battalion that's on that ship jumps into space onto the enemy ship, and then ha- just proceeds to have a ground battle. Yeah, that's like, on right. top of the surface of another ship. So like, <laughs> and then the Jedi is like fighting and like, the Jedi are like way more powerful in that show than like the I guess the three D version. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Mace Windu, like, can take on, They're like, pretty 2 okay. million battle droids at the same time. <laughs> 8 million, according and, to like, <laughs> I think that's, yeah. like, the problem is that, I mean, not, most Star Wars, this is that, Star Wars movies is that they kind of, like, short how powerful a Jedi could be. They're kind of too weak in Wait, my that's opinion. also the one where there's, like, those creatures, and they cut off their hands, and they, like, somehow Anakin also has, like, the fake hand. You know what I'm talking about? They, like, kidnap all the warrior people. Was it, so, uh, in was what, the old Anakin? version? Yeah, the old... It was after Anakin lost his hand, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's episode two. And yeah, so, after episode two. Yeah, because they, like... Somehow he and Obi-Wan go through some sewer and then end up on some weird planet. And then these, like... All these beasts are, like... It's just... They kidnapped all the uh, all the dads. And they cut off all their hands and then gave them, like, blasters. And then Anakin, like, united them because he also was missing his hand. Wow. And there's just a ton of action. That's a touching moment. Yeah. I'm sure they also brought out, like, Ventress. Asajj yeah. Ventress? Yeah. She was the one she with died. The, she had, like, the two curved lights. Yeah, she doesn't like, survive the Clone oh, Wars. Right. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I also need to catch... Super cool. I need to catch up on the new Clone Wars, because I just... I'm waiting for it to overlap with Episode 3. I still... I'm... I haven't. I don't know if I'll ever watch it's, it. It it it's kind of funny. I mean, it kind of like goes into like all the missing plot that kind of episode three didn't cover. Like you're like, why didn't it kind of in the first episode? It shows that Obi Wan knows about Anakin and Padme, which is like did they, he not know in the movie? In the movie, he like doesn't kind of figure it out officially until like the end where he's like goes to Padme and she's pregnant and he's like Anakin's the father, isn't he? Yeah. Like, but before that, like, he doesn't really, like, say, like, I mean, he'll always just sometimes, like, hold your feelings, or, like, like, control your feelings for Padme. I mean, but I it never is, like, <laughs> like, you're, what you're, like, you're, like, seeing Padme or something like that. But in the Clone Wars, it's, like, it's a scene where Anakin and his, uh, clone trooper captain, like, his, like, I mean, each Jedi kind of has, like, is a commander. Rex? Captain Rex. Is so, like, Captain Rex is kind of running, like, a distraction on Obi-Wan while Anakin is, like, inside the clone trooper barracks talking to Padme uh-huh. on talking oh, it's just like you know, st- you know uh-huh. uh, space space skyping huh. her and so yeah, like I need you to keep Obi-Wan at bay so we can talk there's the, there's this like elaborate like scheme going on where like Rex is trying to hide it and then like Anakin like kind of comes out and then Obi-Wan's like well tell Padme I said hi and then he walks off and then like Rex and Anakin look at each other like oh he knew the whole time <laughs> yeah 
Well, know. I mean, it, 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 had, it had to have been obvious from the elevator scene in Attack of the Clones <laughs> where Anakin just doesn't shut up about Padme. <laughs> You're more beautiful than ever. <laughs> For a senator, <laughs> I mean. Eddie, it's so good to see you! <laughs> <laughs> You're just like little boy. I knew I had you. <laughs> you always be that little boy. The part of that scene that always gets me is when he talks to Jar Jar afterwards. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> recognize me, Jar Jar. <laughs> like who goes to Jar Jar for romantic advice? <laughs> Jar Jar doesn't know what to do. He's just like she's like she is super happy to see you. Jar, Jar Jar still hasn't figured out why he's there. <laughs> he's not <a> senator. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of that whole scene makes any sense. Episode two is definitely the weakest. Or actually, no, episode one's pretty weak. I don't know. Episode nine is really giving them a run for their. Oh, I, I don't. <laughs> we don't talk about. I mean, episode nine recently was rated worse than episode one uh, by Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, by Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes is the worst of all time. I think it's my worst Star Wars movie of all time. Why is that? What's your What's your What's Did your we talk about this last time? I think we did. We read We read my uh, review. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. We did yeah. read his review. We, can't, we brought it up at the end because we didn't know if we would ever have Jacob back in the podcast. No, we. It's well, I gave we, it a two out of ten. It's how we started <laughs> talking about Jacob's IMDb profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we moved past it. We probably started talking about the room, uh, but I, I think we should focus more on your uh, Star Wars opinions. Okay. I mean, Rise of Skywalker. Now, I I saw it twice when it came out. Uh, it has not aged well in my mind. I don't. I don't really think yeah. about it. Saw it twice. Yeah, I saw it twice. I saw it. That's very unnecessary to see well, that many times. We'll yeah, die. We'll die. I know. Soon. Um, I I saw it once with a friend, and I saw it once with my with my with my parents. Uh, um, I watched it with my parents. Yeah, I mean, so like, cool. it's just not a movie that I've thought about. I haven't pondered about it. It hasn't. It didn't yeah. leave any impression on me. It was just a very just empty movie. I I, I told <laughs> you like the hardest I've ever laughed in a theater was when Kylo Ren and Rey just kissed. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm well, I, mean, it's, I think it's fair to spoil the movie. Yeah. I mean, I just saved you the movie. They've been trying to kill each other for three movies and however many years. And somehow, like, Kylo Ren, they save each other and then Kylo Ren almost dies. And they look at each other. And in my mind, I thought, if they kiss right now, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> and they did it. And I just let one rip in the theater. And... The guy next to me gave me good luck. Like, what is wrong with this kid? <laughs> but, I mean, come on, man. Come it was, on. It was pretty absurd. It really kind of just, like, ruined both their characters, I thought. Like, yeah. Like, neither of them really had the build. I mean, there was the scene where Kylo has his shirt off, the Ben Swallow scene. They're, they're really... Scene. They, That's, like, the closest thing to romance they had. They're yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he, he, Some he weird force communicating. <laughs> like... <laughs> They really like there wasn't the build up for that. They were both pretty independent characters. They both had their own character arcs going. It just yeah. didn't make any sense. No sense. <laughs> Not at all. Like I guess is Ray like a Disney princess now? Like yeah. is that what they're going for? <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I honestly I don't understand what they thought was going to happen. With I that, think with that. They, they also introduced too many like new force abilities. Like they had like the weird teleportation of a lightsaber behind the back, and then they had force healing, which now makes sense why the Mandalorian was being released. Because it's only to explain the force healing, practically. Well, yeah, because Yoda can do that, right? The baby Yoda can do it. Baby Yoda? And then, like, now Rey can do it without, like, if baby Yoda can do it, then Rey can do it. Like, why not? But then none of the other Jedis have shown to be able to do it. Yeah. I mean... And then they also, like, uh, on Twitter, they start kind of filling in the gaps of all of people's questions. Like, how did, how did the First Order staff, like, those thousand Star Destroyers so suddenly? And then, like, the explanation is, like... The natives of Exegol, like, 
like who were trained since birth for this purpose, like all staffed all the ships. And then it's like, I don't know, like they're like, oh yeah, that Palpatine guy is like a clone. Yeah, they officially stated that. That was that was. But it it would have been great if they said it in the movie. They did. They said that they, there was like some the guy from Lost the guy the the guy from uh, Lord of the Rings uh, Mary, I think the Hobbit yeah, guy. The Hobbit. Yeah. He was just randomly said like oh like the Sith has been like practicing or the Empire has been practicing cloning technology for years, and that was like the only thing they had going for it, and that was just like apparently the explanation of why Palpatine yeah. just wasn't dead. That was it. after dying. Which is just like not happy about the it. most think, absurd, the most absurd plot it. line of any movie I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> he's dead. Have you seen the room? He, he fell from onto a bottomless yeah. pit and blew up in a space station. And yeah. it was like he called the Twitter source says he called upon all the dark side energy in the universe and transferred his consciousness. All the dark to his energy. Clone. <laughs> like, Ian, how much of the universe is dark energy? Eighty-eight <laughs> oh, <88%. laughs> percent. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, at least that one Hobbit made an explanation, but then Elijah Wood, the other Hobbit, roasted them on Twitter, saying like, "How would we have even known this?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anyone's really happy after that movie. Apparently, a lot of the actors were kind of upset with what happened. Yeah, like, uh, Boyega. What's Boyega the- is famously like called out them, like saying like, "I I am unhappy." <laughs> Because they just they didn't give him any character. No, like, no. <laughs> they basically just like you were like, yeah, you're just gonna be there. Like, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear what Mark Hamill said on whatever? He he went to the premiere and saw it. And they're like, yo, yo, how good is this movie? He said, oh, I'd wait till it comes out on cable. <laughs> That's a roast. That's a <laughs> Wait till they're showing it on uh, AMC. You know. Mark so, Hamill also said something pretty funny after Fox the last Jedi. <laughs> I think. I mean, good for him. I don't know. I don't know if anyone remembers that. I, I don't really. I haven't. I haven't thought about that in a while. But I think yeah, it was like, he got. He was silenced by Disney. <laughs> well, he like. I think he he just said something about like he didn't like what they did with his character. He's like, this isn't Luke Skywalker, and like. <laughs> he like, later said like. I agree with everything Ryan Johnson has done. Like, in this movie. <laughs> I think they 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 force. Uh, you know they use the force on him. Yeah, they use the force on him. <laughs> you will love Ryan Johnson. Probably just threatened to cut his balls off. It's <laughs> like, so, yeah, Ryan Johnson's a creative genius, and uh, I just my brain is too puny to understand. I mean, honestly, the reaches. I like looking back on it. I'd say the Last Jedi was probably my favorite of the three. Like, I, like just like honestly, like that's not even that controversial of a statement. I don't think. I I don't disagree with that. Force Awakens was just the took ten minutes to make. <laughs> uh, and the rise of Skywalker is just a complete mess. Disaster. Movie. I mean, the last Jedi. The last Jedi at least stands though. for something. Like, there, were, there were parts of the last were, Jedi that I enjoyed. There were like, like there were it had good. There films. were themes. <laughs> there was writing. <laughs> there they was tried. somewhat of a story. They, they tried to make like, something. They failed. But it didn't work very well. <laughs> but at no. least there was a plot. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think the Force Awakens has because it's the first movie. Has like I actually, enjoyed it, it when I saw it. It, it makes it makes sense, and there's nothing like you're like oh they're gonna explain it in the next two. Yeah. So like you're not too mad when you watch it. But like looking back on it, it was just like what is this garbage? <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> they just took the plot of a new. Home. You can't just <laughs> go in and say oh let's make a trilogy, but have no idea what your movies are gonna be about. You know, like like for the podcast, we can just say oh we'll just do a podcast. Yeah. But when I mean, you're gonna say make three movies, you'd have a plan, you know. I mean, to be fair, that's exactly what they did with the original trilogy. <laughs> yeah, they just that, got really lucky. They just got lucky. <laughs> like there was such an it was such a unique, like absurd idea of like just space opera, like that it worked because people had no idea what was gonna happen. But now that they've already made ten movies, like 
people are yeah. kind of getting sick of it. Well, I think you need a plan. You know, like Lord of the Rings, for example, they had a plan. They stuck to the plan. You mean Jared Token wrote those things? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had a very he, easy he plan. Wrote, too. Yeah. He wrote Lord of <laughs> the Rings. But they never had like an overarching story or anything for this new trilogy and yeah, disaster. I think yeah. that's the problem with making movies. You got to also like figure out like all the other stuff besides the writing. Like it takes a while to figure out the actors and the effects, and by that point you're just like, oh, we'll we'll just do the writing afterwards. <laughs> just have them say Star Wars stuff. And yeah. we'll fix it. In, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> yeah. I think we should dial in our guest. Do you so? I think it's about time because he's waiting. Is he waiting? That's what I heard. Sooner rather than later. He said if it was gonna happen, he'd prefer sooner than later. It's his bedtime. <laughs> You know, like he's got he's got to sleep. He's got kids to feed. He's got kids to feed. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been on this podcast. And so, if you haven't emailed us by now, you've lost the competition and the chance to make a million dollars, or get one free trip to Disneyland. Right, right now, it's closed. One free trip to uh, uh, George Lucas's house. Actually, one yeah. free trip to Tokyo, where you may or may not see Evan. You could <laughs> <laughs> along with ten million other people. <laughs> Yeah, I mean Evans. Uh, yeah, Evans returned because of the coronavirus. But wait, he returned. He went back to Japan. Oh, as you said, he returned here. He hasn't come back here. No, he returned no. to the Jedi. I mean, half half, half this university's the return gone back to Asia. So, all right, we send. Yeah, we just yeah, give him a give him a ring. Give him a ring. All right, we'll see. We'll see how the audio quality is when uh, you got a speakerphone involved. All right, a speakerphone. What's your favorite Star Wars quote? Liam, you're on the air. Oh, boy. Uh, shoot, you're catching me off guard. Um, favorite Star Wars quote. You should have had this that's ready. A, that's a tough question. That, that really is. I feel like, I mean, whatever I pull right now is not going to be my favorite. Uh, let's see. I mean, I don't like sand as a classic... But I know there's better out there. I'm sorry. Well, but uh, what about your new empire? I've brought peace, justice, freedom, and security to my new empire. Your, your new empire. Yes. Your new empire. Well, what about Chesco Sebulba? <laughs> Chesco Sebulba was a good one. <laughs> what about uh, They Must Be Dead By Now? Destroy what's left of them. <laughs> <laughs> what about Good, our first catch of the day? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was gonna go down to the Tashi station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> what about I can hold it? <laughs> Borgens, pull up! <laughs> I can hold it! <laughs> Red 6, stunning by. <laughs> uh, l- look at the size of that thing. <laughs> are, you, are you an angel? <laughs> I'm a person and my name is Anakin. <laughs> So, if you couldn't guess by now, we, we had Jacob on the podcast, uh, and we've been talking about Star Wars pretty much exclusively. Okay. That's kind of what I've gotten so far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, pick your favorite. I don't think we should put that level of pressure. Why is why is your contact name for Liam, Liam Wash? Oh, that's a good, that's a good story, actually. <laughs> um, so, freshman year, when I met Liam, and I knew his name was Liam Walsh. But uh, I put his contact in accidentally as Liam Wash, and I don't think I even noticed until like at least a year later. And of course, <laughs> I wasn't gonna change it. <laughs> yeah, at that point. So, yeah. It's just like how uh, I mean, I've Arthur Genesewski's just as Arthur Diesel. 
kind of not not really a mistake, but like I don't want to spell it. I also have a Naveen as Naveen recruit. <laughs> than Naveen Pai because I didn't know his last name when he was a recruit here so I just had his Naveen recruit shout out to uh, Arthur Diesel and Naveen recruit yeah I have a friend who has me and their contact is Josh Ching Chong so like <laughs> <laughs> that's how they remember me what are you doing Liam? I'm just sitting at home what are you wearing? Uh, black shirt and boxers oh my god tell me more <laughs> what color are your boxers? That's, wait, what? What color are your boxers? Are they striped? Are they polka dot? They're like a plaid, kind of. Are oh, they okay. tartan? Tartan Mostly plaid? Mostly red. I mean, I guess they're tartan. I don't really know what makes tartan different than plaid, but... Uh, I think tartan's a specific type of plaid. Yeah. It originated in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, I would say it's, it looks kind of like tartan. Nice. I think it's to do with the colors. It's usually like red, green, like stripes of yellow. Send us a pic so we can put it in the link. <laughs> does, it, does it have little bagpipes on it? <laughs> it, it does it look like something a Scotty dog would wear? <laughs> with, well, if they sold it at the human. bookstore, would it be about $35? <laughs> that, I'd probably no, buy that. Or $35? For boxers? Liam, Liam, have you been practicing social distancing? Of course. Have, have you? <laughs> Right now. Well, I'm with four people, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I guess if I was there, it'd be five, and that'd be too many. You're here in spirit. That's true. Yeah, someone said you're here now. Yeah, it's people yeah. might not know. They might think that you're it's just like here. Relax. We 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 had people. Uh, if they could call before uh, we announced who the guest is, then they win a million dollars. But they failed because this is now being really. It's, the time doesn't line up. <laughs> Right. It, was, it was a trap the whole time. Now they have to pay us a million dollars. Venmo, Josh, Calipost. Every single person who's listening to the podcast, yeah. yeah. Does that include future versions of ourselves? Uh, yes. yes. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm not listening to this one then. <laughs> Joke's on Graham Everston. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Graham for still listening to this point, even after being told that he has to pay us a million dollars. How far in are you right now? Uh, we're about half an hour in. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, we never mentioned that the intro song was created by Jacob. We should talk about that now. We Indeed. Talk about 30 minutes late. Jake, Jacob writes Jacob writes songs. Yeah, so Jacob, what yeah. what, uh, what type of instruments do you play? I play just the keyboard and piano. They are two different instruments, by the way. I could, Yeah, I agree with that. Piano is technically like a string instrument. Indeed. And the keyboard is not. Most the keyboard is, is electronic. Hundred yeah. percent. So, I mean, they they achieve two different things. Keyboard, you can make any sound you want. That's true. But it doesn't really have that just authentic feel that it no. has. So you can get good electric pianos at keyboards that have the kind of the pressure feel though. That is true. Like they're like the cheap keyboards. Usually, like the the key just like is just flimsy. It doesn't mm-hmm. have the same weight as like hitting uh like a string in the back. It doesn't have that dynamic range. Yeah. Yeah. But like that's the right term. Yeah. Actually. The term piano comes from pianoforte, which means loud or quiet and loud mm-hmm. in Italian, I think. Mm-hmm. Probably. I remember learning that when I was five. The neighbors upstairs are just prancing around. <laughs> on a completely unrelated note. Yeah, we have upstairs neighbors yeah. uh, above the studio. They call their house the Prancing Pony. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Strider. <laughs> Hey. Why am I still on this call? 
I Liam, guess, we're, we're never going to let you go. I guess Liam wants to go. All right, thanks. Thanks, Liam. To um, Liam Wash you. No, thank you. Thank you, Liam Wash. This, this is the first the first call in of the podcast. Yeah, next up is your mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're calling her right after. We're calling, <laughs> we're calling the house phone. Don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I look forward to it. Yeah, let you, let All right, me, I right hope out. you feel better. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Liam Liam is very ill. We've all wrote him a card. He's already got the Rona. (laughs) I don't know if you're allowed to say that. Can you accuse someone of having the coronavirus? I think that might be libel. I Um, mean... But I'm not sure. I'm I'm no lawyer. All right, let it be known that Liam absolutely has coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) Liam, what are you going to do about it? (laughs) Yeah, what are you going to do about it? Tim's, I mean, Tim's, Tim's, Flat Earther. Yeah, Liam allowed me to be called a flat earther, so I'm okay with this uh, accusation being. Yeah, made. Liam's uh, Liam's got coronavirus. He's uh, he had to. He's left the city of Pittsburgh. He had to leave Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know um, what my status on the flat earther, round earther is? What? Let me guess. Okay. You're an oblong earther. Square earth. Well, I don't put it oblong earther. <laughs> like like uh, egg earth. Egg earth? No, I'm not an egg earther. Well, I am. That specific. is what earth is. I'm the specific. What about Donut Earth? There it is. You're, donut Earth. <laughs> yeah, I've played in in every JRPG that you ever play. The world is actually a donut because if you go to the top of the map, you just automatically appear at the bottom, and if you go all the way to the left, you appear all the way at the right. And so the world is just like a donut. If you, I don't know what Taurus you have that. Yeah, a Taurus. Taurus world have like that any physics. like '90s RPG. I guess I could see it. Like yeah. Final Fantasy. Sure. Like you've got your square map. You go all the way. To, you go to the top left, and you keep going up, and you appear at the bottom left. What about the video games where there's just like an invisible wall at the end, and it's just a square? What 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 kind of science is behind Wait, that? The, the game of asteroids is a Taurus. Asteroid. See what I'm saying? So the Taurus worth world. What are the Taurus universe? What are the invisible walls? Invisible walls? Yeah. Uh, we're in the inside. You ever of a, of you ever cube. watched Tron Legacy? <laughs> <laughs> With the new one or the old one? Yeah. I saw that. Well, saw, the original one's called Tron. Okay. And the other one's called Tron Legacy. I saw the Tron Legacy one. Okay. Yeah. I remember not being satisfied. Really? <laughs> I liked it. I thought I don't I've I'm seen it in a while. All I remember so is there bad. was like a thirty minute long like LED motorcycle chase. <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and like the, they make the beams and if you crash into the beams. They definitely, like, you die. It's like a really <laughs> like a really high stakes game of snake. Yeah. And there's like good electronic music too. Yeah. They have that game mode in GTA. Really? Yeah, in GTA Five, you can drive motorcycles, and they have like a beam behind them. Really? Wait, that's so cool. <laughs> I was really bad at it. Maybe that Mario Kart. Huh? You had to have big brain thinking to to win. So back to Star Wars, uh, Jacob. Oh my! We, how, listen, how, how long? Quite we, a few. How long can we talk about Star Wars? We can talk about Star Wars all night long. We could probably make this the longest podcast <laughs> just talking about Star Wars. <laughs> I think there's absolutely no reason not to talk about Star Wars. How, how many How many Star Wars listeners do we have? Like. Grant? I think how many how many Star Wars hosters do we have? I yeah I guess you know that's fair reasoning. I don't really care. I'm saying we got don't we really gotta, care that much about the, diversify about the our topics. But I, I actually I don't know what else we would talk about. I don't, yeah, I mean this is obviously the topic that we we are the most enthusiastic about. Yeah. If you want, Jacob, to, Jacob has a huge smile on his face. <laughs> oh <my> gosh. <laughs> if you want us to talk about different topics, you know who to email Carnegie Natural at gmail.com. For a million dollars. For a million dollars. <laughs> Tell us to change the topic. Give us something to talk about. Yeah, give us something to talk about. 
or or offer your if you want to talk directly, offer yourself as a guest, and we'll uh, fly you in. Right now, right now. Hopefully, before the end of the podcast, because you know we're we're broadcasting live. Uh, I mean, <laughs> using my uh, frequent flyer miles. I will pay for tickets. Flight tickets are cheap right now. I'll pay for the ticket if you call right now. <laughs> yeah, if you call within the next five minutes, you also win a small paperclip, perfect for putting together pages, documents of multiple pages. Yeah, call now. Nineteen ninety-five dollar value. Before the Free. government uh, shuts everything down, you can't travel or even buy gasoline. All right, and I starve to death as I eat uh, canned tomatoes. <laughs> so, uh, what are your thoughts on Kitster, Jacob? <laughs> Kitster? <laughs> well, he's... Uh, I, I wouldn't go so far to say he's insignificant because he's very significant. But... I don't, I don't. He doesn't particularly do it for me, you know. Like he he should just not be there, or he should be there even more, you know. His like two lines. What if Kitster was force sensitive? <laughs> <laughs> what, what What do you think Kitster's midi chlorine count is? Yeah, I, I actually have a pretty good question, Jacob. Okay. So if you, if uh, Disney came to you right now and said you have full reign over writing a Star Wars novel, like okay, extended universe, well, not like Star Wars fanfic. You know, well, yeah, but it would be canon, so it has okay. to kind of be called a fan. It has to be somewhat consistent with what's out there. But you can yeah. you can focus on any part of the Star Wars universe you want and okay. write some kind of lore about it. What what do you think you'd pick? I like this question a lot. I probably do a good like Obi Wan origin story. You know, he's like he's a main character and he's a cool guy. You know, I would do him like him and Qui Gon Jinn back in the old days. You know, like, like, a, like a buddy cop story, <laughs> like good cop, bad cop. <laughs> when you start childhood, or like into his like, uh, probably from when he joins the Jedi Academy. Okay, I think and, there's, uh, I think there isn't a book that is exactly this. No, there's, I bet there, that there is. is. I mean, of course, it's probably uh, it's probably Nolan Void now, yeah. so Jacob can write yeah, his true, But it would be good. That's, that's the true. thing. Yeah. It would have style. There's yeah. a, I think it's the series of books is called Jedi Apprentice, and it's a bunch of... That sounds right. I read these. These, like, mini... They're not very long. They're, they, like... They a, might be most, the only Star Wars books I read. At most 120 pages each. Yeah. Like, they're, like, kind of the ch- kid chapter books you read. Did you read the... Um, it's... Disney is releasing a new set of, like, Star Wars media, like, books, maybe TV shows and movies, called Star Wars High Republic. I, honestly, I'm not. Did you hear about that? I, I I'm not super interested in the Disney. Star it's gonna Wars be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be. I think it's like three set 300, 200, 300 years before uh, episode one. So it's like. So like. It's the higher when public. Yoda so was like when Yoda was younger. Four hundred. <laughs> when Yoda was younger and like I don't know like the Republic is like kind of on the rise rather than in in decline and in chaos like. Uh, it is in the the prequels and i guess the originals i like the boba fett books i don't know if you read those probably my bro- not my brother had those yeah i've read a lot they of were them. solid for i mean like, pre- you know. pre- pretty much any book you could reference that was like big when we were younger like does not is not relevant anymore like they literally, <laughs> it does not matter okay <laughs> which is like the most absurd thing that yeah. they did like i don't know like they, they just erased a lot of content yeah i mean back in the day when i when my mom would just make me sit in the library i first would i read through all the the Star Wars section in the children's library, but then I grew older, and then I found the adult Star Wars section. <laughs> and where God. did you find well, this? Like, <laughs> did you have to pull out like a, you know where the wild things are on the shelf and a 
I mean, like, like the back to it's that. like they're they're organized. I mean, usually they're organized by like uh, topic sometimes. So like, in, there's like kind of a shelf of like all like the short Star Wars books that are like made for kids. But eventually, you kind of go through all of those, or at least all the ones that you think are interesting. And then I don't know, like at some point, either in middle school or in high school. You go, like, because, like, the, in the Mount Lebanon library, there's, like, the kids' area of the library, which is, like, through these doors, and then there's, yeah. like, all the shelves are, like, like, uh, kids' height plus, like, a bit over the head, maybe, like, so, like, you can reach it with your arms, but then, like, the adult li- section of the library, of course, like, the regular bookshelves, and so, like, there's, like, one entire shelf that is, like, Star Wars, like, from Star Wars, like, Old Republic all the way to, like, like, Luke Skywalker's, like, I think great-great-grandchildren is where, like, the series kind of leaves off. I think that's the furthest they go. Is, like, when the great... I think Luke Anakin, or Luke's great-great-grandchildren are the ones that bring the end of the New Republic and bring back the Empire. And so it kind of just restarts. Nice. So, like, really, like, nothing matters. It's just all a big cycle of, uh, war. Boring... Did you read any of those, or all of them? I read a whole bunch of them. I didn't. I never got too deep. I like in the adult. It's like they like some of them are great and some of them are good, uh, depending on like just like how like what of like a random topic. Like eventually, like you just like they keep making up problems for like the classic heroes to face. Like eventually, uh, I mean, it's not. It's weird because in the uh, the new Star Wars movies, Chewbacca is the one that lives. But in the books, Chewbacca is the one that dies. He gets crushed by a moon. Uh, he's Sounds actually like the Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask. His, his last, his, his last, his last appearance is like them flying away on the Millennium Falcon as to escape, as Chewbacca holds up this moon that is like coming down to crush him. That sounds like something out of the Avengers. It's great. He's not like, hold, like he's not holding back. it, but he's just like screaming, and then this moon crushes him. And uh, Han Solo has three kids. One of them who turns to the dark side, his name is Jason. Yeah, that was something they took from the books. I knew that. That like whole plot point of the new movie. I think there's like there's uh I think there's also a there might be a Ben. But like he's or either no, I think Luke's child might Didn't be. Didn't Luke have a kid? Luke has a kid with this uh, person called like Mara Jade, who is a, a Sith. Or she's like kind of like Palpatine's like like apprentice who like he eventually tries to kill like throw away. And then like she kind of like kind of wanders around until Luke finds her and then like I guess eventually marries her and then they have a kid named Ben Skywalker and then I don't know there's uh there's Jason then there's like a girl and then another younger brother I, whose name I forget but Jason is the one that I think Jason and the girl are twins or something like that something about twins in the, the Skywalker family if we really wanted a, a detailed summary of all these books, I, I think, I'm pretty sure my brother read all of them. <laughs> he, he was a huge fan of the expanded universe. Right, books. I mean, you can also go to Wikipedia. Yeah, you could also just and read, read on those. Is that Wikipedia? Yeah, I've never heard of Wikipedia. I didn't know that existed. That's how you find out all your info. Is Wikipedia canon anymore? Uh, I mean, they mark themselves as can't what like they cover everything. So like from the movies to like I don't know, like the books. They say like things that aren't canon. Yeah, either. if they're canon or not. I wonder I mean, Disney... Did Disney I'll, just buy them? No, I think they're just open source <laughs> contributors. Uh, at this point, like... I think Disney also produces a lot of comic books for Star Wars. And yeah, that's where a lot of the, like... That's can- where they, like, explain all the stuff that they don't explain. In between canon comes from. Like, there's a lot of, like, kind of 
uh, post up between episode three and episode four canon of Darth Vader mm-hmm. and the, like his interactions with uh, like I don't know like the transition from uh, the Republic to the Empire and then there's uh, a lot I mean some of them like make people mad like some of them aren't that great I've heard I don't I don't read them so I don't know it's weird that all my uh, Star Wars knowledge has gone to waste because they discounted all of it did you ever play any good Star Wars video games? Star Wars Battlefront 2 and 1. And, uh... I've played the Star Wars The Clone Wars on Wii. I have one. What? Well, so I, my, my Star Wars video game, um... It was, like, a little thing you plugged into your TV. So I didn't have, like... Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, there are probably several, so... but It, it was the little, like, uh, thing that you... Plug and in, the, play. in episode four. It was plug and play, yeah. But, um, oh, I had one of those consoles. Luke, like, it's that little robot that flies in the air. See, I didn't have that one. Oh, what? I'm sure there was. I'm sure there were a lot. Okay. Mine, mine was a Millennium Falcon shaped uh, little joystick. So it had like had a nice joystick, and it actually it's pretty quality. I thought like this, the controls were pretty good. Like and then it had like an A button and a B button, and um, yeah. So there were like four or five games on it. One was like a lightsaber battle. Where, like, there were, like, inputs to get the combos, but really it was just mashing. Okay. And it was all against the CPU, because this was one controller. One was, like, um, you were on Hoth, and you had to, like, kind of, like... It was kind of, like, um... Think maybe, like, Plants vs. Zombies. So you're kind of, like, on the left side, manning, like, these, like, five stations. And you have to, like, shoot the incoming, like, uh, stormtroopers and walkers and stuff like that. Uh, there's one, uh... Like, where you're on Endor, and you're on, like, the speeders, and you're navigating the forest, and, like, shooting. That one was fun. That was probably the best one. And, oh, and one was just, like, a classic, like, Space Invaders kind of thing, where you kind of, like, is Space Invaders. But I had a lot of fun with that thing, because I didn't really have game consoles growing up. So, if I wanted to play video games on a TV, uh, this is this is pretty much what I had. So. I forgot about those plug-and-play ones. Yeah. The one I had, or I, maybe I had another one, but the one I remember... Is like this Disney one, and the one game I remember on that was this Aladdin platformer that like I could never beat. I could only get past like the first level, but like some like the games they made back then like had like zero explanation on like what you were supposed to do, and like they also had like like five hundred second time limits, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and stuff. So like I don't know, I don't know. I'm gonna have to hunt it down on the link dump or something because and relive my life. <laughs> but like, See, I had the. Uh... It was a motion sensor lightsaber. Dude, that would be cool. Before the Wii came out. Wow. Ahead of its time. You were just, you, I was just swinging at the TV, back and forth, and General Grievous was just impossible to beat. <laughs> he had four lightsabers, <laughs> and you just couldn't block him with your one. You know? That's like uh, what the Wii, in the Wii Sports Resort, the sword game. Yeah. But how, how, was, how was the experience in this Star Wars? Like, was it any good with the lightsaber? It was all right. Yeah. It was just uh, all you just swung. That was, that's all you did. Yeah. Wait, is the new Lego Star Wars game out? That's the that's a game I grinded on as a kid. Same. Lego Star Wars, yeah. the original one, like the. You have all ninety nine gold bricks. I came I came pretty damn close. <sighs> like me, like back in the day when you're a kid and you just like only have the money that you saved up to buy like one video <clears> game. <throat> And, like, that was the game that my brother and I bought, and, like, we played it, like, for a year continuously, like, nonstop, and just collected everything. And also, it's, like, before you could really, uh, 
kind of cheat and like Google or it was natural to Google all the like where the locations of everything is. So like we we actually had to manually find every single mini kit and yep. like everything and then uh which is so I, much more rewarding. I I mean that's like a huge problem. That's like, like video games say that you can just look up how to beat them. I mean some of these things that they like the collectibles that they add in video games now are just total garbage. Like me uh, when I the only game I've ever perfected in like PS4, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, like his Assassin's Creed 2. And in Assassin's Creed 2, you have to find uh, 100 feathers across five maps that are the size of an actual city. So, like, you cannot... <laughs> maybe, maybe it was... No, it was 100 feathers. And these feathers are, like, tiny. And they're just in, like, random ledges in Assassin's Creed. And so, like, I started... Like, I looked up the guy. I started with Feather 1. At a certain point, I stopped picking up feathers because I knew I was going to come back later for them. So I started with feather one and went all the way to 100. But I didn't do this all in one sitting, so I also must have resumed and missed a feather. So I had to go back and try looking at all the locations again. Though it was feather like 65, and I started up again at like 50, so it wasn't the worst. But like, they make collectibles so annoying in modern games, I think. Like, they're you just have to like have a guide to find them. But like, Lego Star Wars, you know, like there's 10 on each level. So like, if you don't have it in a level, like... Then you just play that level again and kind of search everything, comb through everything. Like in an open open world game where like the collectibles can be like anywhere, it's like impossible. But what's the point if you're just reading a guy that tells you where it is? Like, what's the enjoyment that you get out of doing that? I agree with Tim. Yeah, I think all like it was like for Assassin's Creed it stunk, but like I think in the new modern games you can get like maps that have things. It's just like you would never you would never find anything if you actually could had to rely on a guide. Or I couldn't rely on a guide if you're just a normal person who doesn't have infinite time on their hands. Well, you don't you you don't find everything, but you do find some stuff. You know, maybe you find like fifty of the golden feathers. I yeah, mean, but what are you gonna do with the the final fifty? You're not gonna perfect the game. I mean, yeah, but that's so the way it was. Yeah, like I guess there's there's a body of people who play video games who feel the need to uh, yeah. complete the game completely. If you want to do a hundred, if you want to hundred percent it, perfection. Yes, yeah. like. That's kind of, it's like a satisfaction thing, because it's like, I mean, the games encourage it. There's like progress bars, and there's like, mm-hmm. it just constantly shows you in your menu, like the fraction of the amount of things you've collected. So like, being a person who wants to like, have like satisfaction, you want to complete all that. You want to complete all the, all the yeah. progress bars. But like, it's not realistic to do that, unless you just have infinite time. Yeah. See, what, yeah. I, what I was doing. Like, like yeah. Star Wars, the Lego Star Wars, it was feasible that you could do it. Like I did it yeah. as a as a kid. I also I also think I, I did it. I mean, it was like it wasn't that difficult. But Lego Star Wars is also a game aimed towards kids. It was also really satisfying to each mini kit you found to have like the the that ship that the got ship kind of build together like each uh, thing, and you can kind of uh, go outside to like uh, I don't know how they collectively did them. Like, it was it per level or was it per like episode? Each each level made one ship. So yeah, so like you could kind of go out out in the in the the original trilogy one, so like the second game they made, and then also the complete saga which they released after. Like you could go outside of the Mos Eisley Cantina and then like kind of yeah. peruse your ships. That are, You'll like, never find a more build. dangerous hive of scum, scum and villainy. villainy. Yeah, yeah. So they did a great job here, but I know that they're releasing the the like Skywalker Saga version of the game, which has all the original levels of the first two. And then they're gonna do like I don't even care about the sequels, but like <laughs> I mean, I would absolutely play. I it's like the only Lego Star Wars games I've actually enjoyed 
was like I mean the original <laughs> ones are movies that you enjoyed too. And then <laughs> and then also the Lord of the Rings Lego Star Wars, which I bought for my sister, but then just proceeded to play through like <laughs> the Lord of the Rings Lego Star Wars. It's no, not the, the Lord. The, <laughs> the Lord of the Rings Lego like game is yeah. also unreal. Yeah. It's really good. It's you basically like just do the entire Lord of the Rings journey. Like it's the map is ma- like made to be huge. Where like it kind of they kind of step away from like in the original Star Wars Lego Star Wars games they kind of have the door that you walk into hub. to start a yeah, so you go to each level yeah yeah which worked well for Star Wars I think yeah it worked in, worked well for Star Wars because you can't like walk everywhere but Lord <laughs> of the Rings it made a lot of sense that you could kind of like start in the Shire and then each time you reach like a new point you start a new level and then you can wherever whenever you want to you can fa- you can eventually fast travel uh yeah that game was great my sisters completed a lot of it. Well, after I like went back to college, uh, yeah, I think I, Lego Indiana Jones is pretty good. The first one, the second one's really bad. What about Lego Harry Potter, I never, I never watched Harry Potter, so I never got it. Yeah, and you got to man. I've been telling you for three years <laughs> <laughs> to watch. Yeah, Lego Harry Potter, I bet is. I think I have it. My sisters bought it because they've watched Harry Potter, but I have not. So they played um, the crap out of it. I think you'd like the books, Josh. I, I probably would. I could see Josh reading all the books in like three one days. day. It take you less than a week for sure. I still have to read reread all the the Percy Jackson books since I mean, Harry Potter. Since Abigail told me that they have a new series about Nordic Nord- <laughs> I would say, Norsemen. I would say read Harry Potter before you reread Percy Jackson. I mean, Percy Jackson was like directly ripping off Harry Potter. Percy Jackson is my my sh- my shit though. Well, That's like my dream yeah, to good, be, a, like, be a demigod. <laughs> I respect it. It still is. It still is. Like if I if if I like like sat underwater and then like didn't need to breathe, like I would know, and then I'd start running all the way to New York <laughs> before the de- before the before the, the monsters get the, me. The Empire State Building. Top of the Empire State Building. I'll be like to to Olympus, please, and they like look at me funny. Like, <laughs> first off, why are you within six feet of me? Because of like, social distancing. But yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's still my. I mean, you would. I mean, Harry Potter's just great. Like, that's just an experience that you just you can't have. You know, sort of. I don't know. I mean, the, no time like the present. The weird thing now, though, is like when you read like Harry Potter. Like, I feel like when you read it as a kid, it's like very relatable because you're you're a kid and you're kind of like a similar age as the <laughs> characters. And same thing with like Percy Jackson. Mm-hmm. But like reading it like when you're like when you're 22 years old, feels like a bit less fun. No, yeah, for sure, you missed out. It's like, like when you watch a I don't know, unrelatable thing when you watch like anime and anime characters are always in high school and you're just like they peak early <laughs> you know when it matters yeah. though that's <laughs> when it matters you know high school matters to jacob now because uh it's always the last thing it's always the thing yeah two things ago matters most yeah so i don't know like maybe i don't know if maybe i would enjoy it still but well you gotta watch the movies because you know it's good to have some good to have a movie series that like did a good job from the books. Like, yeah. You know, like they did Lord a good job. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, but... Game of Thrones. You know, <laughs> Harry Potter's not ruined. Although you should not watch watch Fantastic Beasts. It's not very good. Is it not? And Crimes of Grindelwald, not very good. Did they make two movies? I never they saw did. either of them. Yeah, I didn't either. They're both just below average normal movies. Are there books about those that correspond? or No. no. When's the next, like... Are there any fantasy books left to like write about, or sci-fi books? Like, yeah, any sci-fi <laughs> books to write about? No, like the ones that like I don't know, like classics. Like, there's no classic stories to make like, a movie about. Make a movie about. Sure, there are. 
Like what? There definitely are, you just don't know them yeah. because they haven't been movies. Well, they're... Let me think. I've read a lot of sci-fi books. You read Stranger in a Strange Land? There's no, no movie for that one. Well, they made Ender's Game. It's, didn't that not turn out very well? It didn't. It, it was not that good. Harrison Ford, though. Old man. Speaker for the Dead? They could make that into a movie? I'm waiting for the Chronicles of Narnia to become a full series again. Yeah, what oh, yeah. That? They canceled that. The first movie was so good, in my opinion. Oh, was, I loved it. It was, it. Really it was good. so good. The second one wasn't bad either. It was not bad. The what third, was the one, was the third one was bad. What was the second one? The second one was Prince Caspian. Prince Caspian. Really? It was like the same thing as the first one, except it had more battles. What was the third one? The third one Voyage was like of the Voyage of the Dawn Treader. It was oh, a bunch of like weird yeah. CGI stuff. It was like, bad. I mean, that... I feel like that one the book i read the book i don't think it was just good because it is just them it, i think the movie was just exactly what they did is that they just traveled and like visited all these weird places it was like the odyssey the book the book is not. better you think so in my opinion i mean i read it back in like fourth grade okay, so like, i read them i can't remember two years ago i don't know i like yeah that was definitely elementary school uh i think there's one with like it's called like it's like the boy and his horse or something like yeah that. the horse and his boy the, that, wait, really? <laughs> it's got. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's called C- the horse and his boy. C.S. Lewis, the horse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the horse and and his, and his boy. That's what it's called. I think the third one. That's I, one of the ones in the series. Number three. I don't know if I ever finished. I didn't it. read like, all of them. Let me see all C.S. Lewis Narnia books. I'll name them all right now. Do I it. remember it was really weird. The magician's the, nephew, the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. Yeah, the books. The uh, books the started. Horses, boy. The, the magician's nephew is the original. Prince like, Caspian, the first one, right? Voyage of the Dawn Treader, the Silver Trayer, and the Last Battle. The books started in a different place than the movie started. Like the movies just arbitrarily started with like the second. Or well, what happened right? was well the he lion. Didn't, he the didn't witch- write them in order. So the first book that he wrote is was the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. The lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. Was it really right? Which is the second book chronologically. Huh. So I didn't the, know that. The order I had that they made books where it's just like numbered one through seven. The order that they made the movies was the order that he made the books. Really? Yeah. Except they gave up. So yeah, what are they going to do? The silver chair? <laughs> I don't know. That's the best one though. It's the one, first book not involving the Pavensi children. Yeah. Interesting. So like it's got Eustace and uh, Jill Paul, I think. Am I right? It's Jill Paul and Eustace. You're yeah. right. <laughs> so you read these two years ago. I've like I don't know I really like uh, I don't know I think my, this is like another one of my children's library days where I sat and like grinded <laughs> on the the voyage good, of though. the Dawn Trader. They're good. Yeah, I mean I liked uh, yeah I liked the first. Two. I think I I made it to the horse and his boy, and I didn't read the magician's nephew. I think that's another series of books where it's like better when you're a kid because like the idea of just having this magical uh, wardrobe yeah. that you can walk through and go to another world. That's more interesting to a kid than it is to yeah. an adult. The last one, though. I don't know. You want me to spoil the end of the last one? The last battle? I, I yeah. don't really know if I want you to spoil the end of the last one. Okay. I'm telling <laughs> you, though, it's deep. That's all. I, I won't say anything else. So is the line, is this whole series worth rereading? I really liked it. I feel like it would probably literally take like a day or two. They're pretty short books, right? I don't think so. I think they're long. They're, I don't know. I probably took me... Like two months of, no, probably longer than that. Really, but I enjoyed it though. I mm. think they get better. The uh, problem with the first couple is that all of them, there's just a problem, and then Aslan arrives and just solves the problem. Just and then like, that's kind of what happened in the movies. Well, that's the whole point. Is that, yeah, you know, C.S. Lewis is a pretty religious guy. So there's a lot of uh, 
a lot of analogies to another book known as the Bible. C.S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lewis, did he, he wrote something else, right? He wrote, it's called the Space Trilogy. Which I haven't heard of that. What's that? Yeah. It's interesting sci-fi. Like this dude gets he gets kidnapped and put in a room, and then it turns out the room is a rocket ship and it just goes to Mars. Just like the line, the witch in the wardrobe, but space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not for adults. So, yeah, he didn't just write children's books. No. Do you think like C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien interacted with each other? Much? They were good friends. Really, I can imagine that. Yeah. I feel like yeah, they probably talked about the they same things before writing their own respective. Uh, Universes, though C.S. Lewis took the more uh, religious path. He has a lot of like religious philosophy books too. I mean, C.S. Lewis definitely didn't go as hard as <laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien. Just think- literally wrote a history book about the world that he made up in his mind. <laughs> That's yeah. true. That was pretty hardcore. But I mean, C.S. Lewis, yeah, he did write like philosophy stuff. I think. Yeah. Like, well, well, I'm trying to think of the name of that one book I had to read in high school. Yeah, I mean, was it thing- mere Christianity? No, it was the one about like the it was about like the, the like the demon or whatever like the guy who like goes to hell. C S. He's got a lot of books, man. Lewis, Clyde Staples, demon boy. He's got a lot of books, man. The screw screw tape lovers. Screw tape letters, yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a classic. It's got a lot of like religious philosophy in it. Um, wow, we became a book club podcast. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> something that we we make podcasts um so yeah that's what i want them to make good movies of but they probably won't probably yeah, ruin it other chronicles of narnia yeah they definitely we, ruined chronicles of narnia they probably wouldn't do it for a while as long know. as it's not disney i mean also percy jackson that was another thing that got canceled because those were ruined from the start they yeah. were never good though they could they could be really good they could be they just weren't all right oh you know what you know what is in the process of getting ruined is Artemis Fowl. Did you ever read those? I read the first one. Okay. I wasn't, wasn't super into it. I enjoyed it. But the movie's coming out soon. It's by Disney. I'm telling you, it's going to tank. Like, you heard it from me. Now, it's going to be bad. I don't know what Artemis Fowl is. I feel really? Like, what about, what, what is that? What is that one kid's book? The the one with the treehouse? Where they magic treehouse? Yeah, the magic treehouse. <laughs> Man, <laughs> were there like 40 of those? <laughs> there were no, there, There's like, it's like... Like dinosaurs on the, on, before dawn. On the cover, it's like magic treehouse, like number 90 or something yeah. like that. Dinosaurs and before dawn. It's always, there's always like a time period. And I think there's like those a spin. There's a spin. Of, this is, they give me so much nostalgia right now. I haven't yeah. thought about those since probably magic like seven years old. Yeah. Do, wait, do you know, really do you know about the Redwall series? Redwall series? Redwall. No, you 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 should. I, I talked about this in the podcast with Abigail. These, oh yeah, these yeah, books. I remember those. The mice dude. Yeah, this is another elementary school grinder book. Yeah, with the mouth yeah. with the mice. They Anyhow. should make these. Should be into a movie. Like th- instead of making cats, they should have made. Oh Red my one. gosh! All right. Did you see cats? <laughs> nope. I don't actually know anyone who saw it. So I've just heard very bad things. About I just, it. just yeah, bad, you know. And I I agree from what I, from watching the trailer. I agree that it was a very bad movie. <laughs> it didn't really look interesting. I've heard my I mean my parents went to see the play in Broadway when it was out in like the eighties or whatever, and they said it was trash. The play when it was a play. I, yeah. thought, I thought I heard the play was the good one. I mean, I'm sure it's better than the movie. Yeah. The movie is just ridiculous. Oh, wait, they already made a car- animated version. Yeah, I just of watched a terrible movie yesterday. Oh my gosh, what was it? It's called Under the Skin. That sounds think, that sounds hard to watch. It, it was <laughs> to get underneath your skin. I think no. 
No. It got under... <laughs> well, in the sense that it made me mad, yes, it got under my skin. Um, but it was about this, like, lady, and she drove around in a van, just, like, by her. Most of the movie was her just driving in a van. And eventually, That's she would, like, pull over some road in Scotland and, like, pick up some dude with a heavy accent. You couldn't understand what he was saying. And then she would seduce him and then drive him back to her house. Then she would start taking off her clothes and seducing this guy again. And then she would trick him into, into falling into this giant vat of black liquid where he got trapped. And this is like every guy. And then the vac, vat of liquid would dissolve the humans because it turns out she's an alien. Um, it would dissolve their whole body except for their skin. And then there's like a whole cult of like these aliens. And at the end, the, act, the main woman is like a robot. <laughs> and it was it was beyond that. What, what, what do they do with the skin? Well, they you never find out. <laughs> what do they like? What do they do with the vat? Like, there's not explained. I looked up all these things, and there's like not an explanation. <laughs> do you think? What about the the possibility that aliens made that movie? <laughs> it's possible. What about the possibility that aliens made the room, or that hum- a human? But the fact that the room exists is proof that aliens also exist. <laughs> <laughs> That's there's no other argument. <laughs> but Jacob, it was it was so bad. Jacob, have you ever heard of the movie uh, Circle? Yeah, have was you that seen with it? Natalie Portman? No, it's not with Natalie Portman. What? It's, it's Look at the the cir- is it the Circle Network or something like that? Oh yeah, what are you thinking? Of? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's called The Circle. The, there's a movie I just saw that was that was like, you would love it, Jacob. It's okay. called Circle. There's 50 people in a room, standing in a circle. Uh, all the Natalie Portmans. Continue. The, yeah, there's there's 50 people standing in a circle. They're all they're all standing around this thing, and that's how the movie starts. You don't know how they got there. Okay. And every two minutes, uh, one of them dies. What the heck? <laughs> don't say anything else I'm already gonna watch yeah, it yeah <laughs> it's great there's just 50 main characters the okay. whole movie so 100 minutes is just well they, they don't really they don't really have the pacing oh, very okay. accurate but <laughs> they kind of there's like a, there's like a span of like 15 minutes between the two minute deaths yeah. at one point <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the whole movie is just these people like arguing like it's, re- it's just it's, it's like pure chaos it's, it's, it's is it horror or is it like suspense it, I mean, I think they wanted it to be horror or suspense, but it wasn't very it's just horrific comedy. or suspense. But it's good. It's entertaining. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Speed? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, you gotta watch it. The premise is absurd. First off, it stars Keanu Reeves. Yes. With probably his yes. best <laughs> role other than from The Matrix. I don't get what the, the big deal is with Keanu Reeves. Because he's immortal. He doesn't age. He hasn't aged. I know that. Uh, he's also just so. He's also super wholesome. He's a supposedly yeah. Anyhow, in Speed, he plays a cop, and he's after this terrorist, and this terrorist is this crazy guy, and the terrorist decides to strap a bomb onto a bus, and somehow he's like an engineer, and so the oh, can the bus not stop? The bus has if it goes below fifty miles an hour, the bomb explodes. I know. So they're just driving around Los Angeles, like flooring it all over the place, trying to stay above fifty. While they're trying to catch the terrorists at the same time. And it's like Los Angeles traffic, you know. <laughs> what are you gonna, it's just like blowing through like babies and strollers and like jumping gaps in the highway. And finally they make it to the airport and just drive in circles. But the terrorist, he's got a few tricks up his sleeve. You gotta watch out for this. Some lady tries to jump off the bus. And there's like a, 
a terrorist hid like a secondary like mini bomb and so she like opens the door and the floor just explodes and she just dies on the highway nice it's called speed right we have a lot of i'm like i'm gonna have to listen through this thing and make the link dump i still haven't made the link dump for ian harris's podcast I'm behind. Like I said, you have to pay a million dollars. Pick the top ten physics textbooks on Amazon and make that the link dump. (laughs) (laughs) Making the link dump's hard work because you have to like re-listen everything, and then also you can't like be doing other things because like once you hear something, you have to like write it down. Like you have to be like actively. We should hire an intern. Yeah, so uh, we're offering if you call in the next uh, five minutes and you call unpaid internship. If your internship happened to have been canceled recently. Aiden we might be able to <laughs> shout out to Aiden. We might have something for you. Uh, yeah, you can uh, claim to be uh, I don't know, like something about media. What kind of title? Make oh. up, make up a fancy title. Is that a notification? <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple applicants. Oh my already. gosh! <laughs> Pouring in. Uh oh. Well, did you hear about my last podcast experience? For the uh, when I was listening. Yeah. Told, oh, I thought you were you were on another podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was on, uh, I was on a podcast with what's that one NBA player's name? Is it on Musa? Yeah. On Musa. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I was listening to Evan Yukovich's episode. A and good one. It was a good one. I was probably like twenty minutes in, and then I, for whatever like I arrived at my hotel or whatever, I was driving and I stopped, and I forgot to hit the stop button, and so it kept playing, and so it went all the way through. And so I had to go back to find, like, where I had left off. And so I was skipping through the podcast, just listening, going back. And I heard Evan say, Jacob, if you're listening to this podcast, I hate you. <laughs> and I was upset. And so I stopped the podcast and decided never to listen to it again. Wait, what was the context of that? Why Wait, let him, let him explain it. it. Let him explain it. Turns out, after he and I had a you'll remember, confrontation... He lost in Super Smash Bros. to some guy named Jacob, who oh, just like right, smacked yeah. him silly. Oh, apparently, yeah. he's like, "Jacob, I hate you, man!" I'm like, oh, 144 percent. I love square numbers. <laughs> so I thought he That's hated, hilarious. Like, me and Evan, we were always cool. I mean, we were never best friends, but we got along for three good years. And I learned a lot about the NBA from him, and I have him to thank for that. But man. So I, I had to boycott, take a couple weeks off, raids. We lost, we lost viewership, and we didn't even know it. How dare he? <laughs> Did you listen to the rest of the episode since learning that it wasn't about you? No, because that was like not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, yeah, it was probably a week or two ago that I learned that. Right. Maybe two at the most. Yeah. I thought that was a good episode though. So maybe, yeah. maybe go back and watch that one. Listen. No, it's funny. His rap was something else. It's pretty good. <laughs> Oh, I think it's time that we uh, we brought in our secondary guest. Let's get him over here. Ian. Yeah. Come join us. For eight minutes, and then we we sh- we uh we call it. I want to see what happens when Jacob and Ian are in the same. Uh, we don't really. We don't have often have uh, since the beginning. We've room. only had one guest per right. podcast. <laughs> He needs to have a grab a something. He's got to go. The mic absolutely did pick that up. He's got to go grab the. Um, He's got to look good for the microphone. Yeah. Yeah, I have a theory that if you get Ian and Shu Ming in the same room, the it'll create a singularity in a black hole, and we'll all combust. That's true. We so we now. thought about bringing. Ian, that is the worst. So Ian is wearing <laughs> a Carnegie Mellon jacket. 
some pajama some pants. Pajamas and Crocs. Crocs. Which are so out of fashion that they're back in fashion. I put the Crocs on just for this. Yes. But Ian, you're going to have to get closer to the mic if you're going to talk. Yeah. You can't sit. Ian's also sitting on a chair that's like actually yeah. only on the floor. And like... All right, fine. I'll, I'll violate social yes. distancing protocol and come sit on the couch. Dude, a lot of these social distancing jokes, but only, no, no corona jokes directly. Ian, you want to kick us off with the corona jokes? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, didn't, I didn't have any planned. I'll tell you my theory about Ian. You know how, um, like, if you do something before it's cool, that's cool, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I drank that beer before it was cool or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ian did things before they were cool, before doing things was cool was cool. You see what, what I'm saying? What? No, I don't see what you're saying. Okay, you that's, 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 that's too many levels of indirection. <laughs> he's playing, he's playing like 5D chess over here. Yes. If or, Ian didn't understand it, I don't think anyone of our listeners understood it's deep, it. It's deep. So doing things before they were cool, mm-hmm. it's cool, right? Yes. Well, Ian did that before it was cool. So it wasn't cool? Or it was? So like things that are not cool, Yeah, he does them... But no, no, no. The, the thing with me no, is that no. I do stuff after it's cool. It's that's also true. That's a, yeah, no, you that make, was gonna be the you, joke. you make it cool. Yeah. Like no, Crocs. no. I, I I keep it cool. No. Ian, <laughs> <laughs> once something's officially died out, Ian's like Ian's like Internet Explorer. Like he like comes in. You know the Internet Explorer meme where like I don't know. Like I think I saw one recently. Like guys, better watch out for Ebola. Like brought to you by Internet Explorer. But like it's Ian. Ian's worried about Ebola right now. Mm-hmm. When we're worried about Corona. Real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. When when's the last time you two uh, sat on the couch together and had a good conversation? I just there's the there's the one picture where it's like Jacob's in this house and it's like Ian was so excited he could only put one crock on. <laughs> Wait, what? I've never yeah. seen that. It's, it's it was from Tim. Yeah. It's just Ian with one crock with Jacob. Just <laughs> just yeah no. No other uh, reasoning behind that photo. My favorite Ian photo is uh, the Shuming thinks he can drive the SIG rig. He can't even find the right key. Except not in English. Yes. <laughs> not <laughs> well, not told what each word can... actually is. <laughs> None any language recognizable to mankind. Ian sent that picture to us with the snap to us, and it took, I think, three to four full days to decipher it. <laughs> Multiple experts. <laughs> Multiple experts to figure out. Like, I think most everyone had screenshot it, but like, <laughs> and so everyone had to kind of figure it out one word of what it could mean, and then we finally put it together. Like when like and like everyone brought their puzzle piece. See, yeah, I thought it was Shuming thinks he can drive the cigarette. He can't even find the right gear. That's because what that was, was like the, that was the oh no and, it, would, and that would make shift. sense mm-hmm. though like oh he doesn't know how to drive a stick shift mm-hmm. that That's was a logical theory. sentence but no. It was, a, it was misleading. It's because of the, you would have to hear the story of Shuming borrowing Ian's car, and the keychain had two keys for two different cars, and so Ian Shuming couldn't find the right key because like, there's two there's the, two there's he, two he, options. He guessed the wrong one. He guessed the wrong he one. He kept trying to use it, and then he used it once, and Ian didn't tell. And him. then flipped him over on the flipped the key on the other side, <laughs> and then used it and it didn't work, and then he tried the other key, and then it did work. Didn't Shuming also run a stop sign during this? Oh, the, so the first the first yeah. Shuming thinks he can drive the SIG rig snap. That was when Shuming, the first time he drove it, 
Um, I was there, so like I think I had given him or like sh- shown him right here. He was already in it or something. But we were coming back from Eat Unique, and he he just like took us down to this one problem. spot near. Um, uh, it was. I, I forget where it was, but it was like leading to some trail, maybe near, like near Panther Hollow or something. Um, and so, like, like, no, no one's there, but he he runs through a stop sign that was it was pretty hard to see, but I saw it. And it's sniper vision. Yeah. And so, hence, was it like Chilom think he can dirt the sig rig? I say no. I know I can more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got it on my phone somewhere, and I don't have many pictures. Mm-hmm. I think it's a IRA okay, like Pook. Like, <laughs> she's not a great thinker. He can drive. Well, the, the best part is that the only two correctly spelled words were sig and rig. Yeah. <laughs> sure to, to, to type in those letters. But how dare you put in typos in Shumi's name? She ma- my, my, my all-time favorite uh, Ian Harris Snapchat is just a really blurry picture of Kevin Corey, and the caption is, Scoo Min just blicked me. What the heck? I've never seen that. Yeah, I had sent tubing, shooting a little bit. Uh, my, too many Snapchats. My, the best one I've gotten where it's a picture of uh, Bennett, who looks <laughs> nothing like Shu Ming. <laughs> And it just says in all caps, this man is shoe mind. No, see, see here, here's the thing. He doesn't look like Shuming, but he was act, for some way acting like Shuming. I don't know what that could possibly be. Like, being very... Uh, I don't know how, I don't know how Bennett... Much, yeah, something like that. I don't know. Bennett could be acting like Shuming, but I just got this man is shoe mind. It just, it's just... No, I think Tim told me the story where maybe you, it was one of you... Two of you three guys. Maybe Liam was there too. Maybe. You guys were at the CMU bus stop. And you were talking about Shu Ming. Uh-huh. And this random guy came up and said, oh, what the heck, man? I spilled, I spilled a little bit of spilled all over him. <laughs> I saw that. that was the funniest thing <laughs> Anyhow, you guys were talking about, like, mech stuff. I don't know. And someone said Shu Ming. And this random guy came up to you and said, pardon me, but I heard you just say the name Shu Ming. You guys wouldn't have to know Ian Harris, would you? <laughs> <laughs> and this guy, this guy went to Pitt. And, and he knows... Shooting oh, what all the Ian Harris snaps. It was Mateus. Mateus. Oh. <laughs> it's my loving guy. Yeah. My closest friend from high school. And he was at CMU. Mm-hmm. And he's like, sorry, but you guys, you happen to know the Sh- Sh- Ian Harris? Because <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who the Shu Ming character is. Shu Mind. Now, I didn't even know that Shu Ming's, I thought his I thought his first name was Shu and his last name was Ming. And I found that out the hard way that that's just his first name. Now, it, it's, it's spelled with a hyphen. I thought he got no, really he, got, he, got a, he got it legally changed. He got it legally changed. Uh, that that was a joke. I thought I thought I thought that his name was always without a hyphen, but uh-huh. he just didn't like it being spelled no, with his a hyphen. Name is so Sh- I said it was spelled his with a hyphen. His name is Shu Ming. Is how it's pronounced. Like no. Ladasha. Like Lad- Oh, you know about Ladasha? <laughs> yes. Thank goodness. Of course. Yeah, I thought <laughs> it was the only person who knew about Ladasha. Ladasha. <laughs> yes. And. uh... Then one of my other favorite pictures has got to be the one where you're carrying Shu Ming on your shoulders, holding up the Liam Walsh poster. That's my Strava profile picture. Oh, that's from yeah, that's from that's recent from no last way. year. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Our Strava uh, group has been growing rapidly, yeah. not rapidly, but Jacob, like... Jacob, did you follow me back on Strava? I've yeah, only this is followed important. a few people on Strava. Oh. Did you follow me? Yes. What? Did you follow me? I don't know. I don't run anymore, but yeah. All right, one day, one day. I'll be I know there. that there's one person in Carnegie Natural who's not on the team. It never was. 
Oh, Elias? Yeah. <laughs> he's tearing it up. I love it, though. I don't I, know how he's in. No, because he requested to join, and I knew him. I knew his name. Like I've, I've talked to him and met him before, so like I was like, why not? He just like found the club. I thought I thought you had brought him in. No, I didn't do it. I thought he was you, in before I was. I thought <laughs> I thought you had asked he him. He was like, to hey, join. you know this? Uh, you know who this like Michael O'Brien guy is? Like, is he on the team? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw and I was like, yeah, of course he'll join. But mainly because I thought you had asked him. I don't even know if, when I joined, he was already there. That's great. Yeah, he's definitely adding a lot of good reps to. He's the only uh, D one athlete among us on the. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> or former D one athlete. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. So he's fast. I my so he, there's a the one main story I know of him is that it was indoor track. Oh, yep, indoor oh. track. <laughs> yeah, Jacob knows his story. Ian yeah. knows his story. Yeah, um, he he was running the 800. And so the thing is, it's this Edinburgh indoor track, and it's not 200 meters. It's not 300 meters. It's not 400 meters. It's like 226 meters. 222. I think it's 237. Yeah, Some weird number because the dome was built first and they put the track in later. It's like a bubble, like inflatable dome thing. <laughs> it's weird. So like the way it works is that they kind of start you at this like offset away from that mark so that you always finish at the same place. But for different events, you start at different places. So it's always confusing because you have to look, like before the race, maybe the day before you like look up where your starting place is. Maybe even more confusing for like the four by four because you have like no you just you just don't know, <laughs> like they like you just don't know. But Elias, he's running the eight hundred and it's like, like one lap goes by, uh, I think two laps go by, and then he starts like, like gunning it, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, like is this man gonna finish like the remaining like like three hundred like forty meters like just hammering it like this, and he he runs across the finish line. And he still has one lap to go, but clearly he did not know it yet. But, like, he finishes. Your boy ran a 122. (laughs) He ran ran an insane six, uh, like, around 600 meter time. But, like, it's not over. And so all the people that are behind him keep going. But he's kind of, like, slowed down to a stop. And by the time he realized what he'd done, he kind of just, like, jogs it out for the one more lap yeah. and like i barely knew this guy but like i think either maybe i was in, the, in that 800 or maybe no i don't, I don't think i was actually because i was watching it but like that was the first conversation i ever had about with him <laughs> where i was just talking like yeah like you really kind of screwed that up <laughs> messed up it would have been funny if like the other athletes had seen him stop and also thought they were done like the whole race just, <laughs> just ran like really short <laughs> i think what what would have given it away is the bell lap yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like when you cross the finish line and they ring the bell. Yeah, or maybe usually. it was too late because he was he kicked harder than like any like I mean he had the full energy of only being half done with the race <laughs> rather than right. <laughs> so he, yeah. Even I, I when I saw him in like states and outdoor or something, I talked to him about that. See, I wasn't I wasn't at that meet. I played winter league basketball, <laughs> and uh, I only went to one indoor meet that year, and I made the qualifying time for the three k. You had to run 9.45, and I ran 9.31 or something. But so many people had beaten my time, they only went 18, and so I didn't even get to go. Damn. And so that was it. So I wasn't at that meet, and then I looked at the results and saw that Elias ran like 2.07 (laughs) and did not know what to say. Yeah. But that 9.31 comes back into play later for my first indoor race in college. I was seated in the mile. At a convenient 9.31. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
Yeah. What is that? <laughs> who who did that? Coach. A. <laughs> he when I talk, when I talked to him after he sent out the email, he said, "Oh, I meant to put you in 3K." <laughs> what? Just ran the wrong race. But I I was registered for the mile and my seat time was 9:31, <laughs> and so I was in the fifth slowest of five heats, and I was the last person besides the no times. <laughs> Couldn't you have? Uh... Changed it? No. I, ta- I believe me, I did everything that I could. And there's a picture out there of the results like Jacob, blah, 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 seed time, 931, finish like 438. <laughs> it was it was bad. That's, that's buns. And I, I won by a lot. <laughs> I bet, I bet <laughs> I did. By you did. You put in with like the eight minute milers. Yeah. <laughs> it was the 2016 Edinburgh race. <laughs> And yeah, there were some slow people, and but like man, nine thirty one for the mile. <laughs> Dude, they must have thought you were a joke when you came. Well, when I when I was up the thing, I I was lining up, and I hear these people say like, "Yo, you hear this kid? He's seated like nine thirty one in the mile." I mean, at that point, I feel like if I had seen it, I would know that it was clearly a mistake. Would you though? I don't know. If it was like Carnegie, like all the other Carnegie Mellon milers are like in the four minutes. Yeah. And then you see like the one, like that guy, like you're like, you can't have reasonably thought that that person would be on the team. <laughs> you never know. Just like twice as slow. <laughs> like, this, like there's no maybe reason. I'm just an honorary way. member. And like, like the second they kind of maybe look at you and you're like, does this man look like he runs <laughs> like a 931? That'd be kind of insulting. <laughs> it's pretty darn slow. Like. They say yeah. eight minutes is the average. That's right? like the, I don't know, like pace of like, you know, like when you do like the middle school gym mile and like the, I don't know, like the kid goes like all out at the beginning <laughs> for the first like 150 meters and then like dies and like walks the rest of the thing and then run like a 930. Yeah. That is, that is true. Okay. I miss gym class. I miss dodgeball. And I miss uh, powerball, which was like dodgeball, but you had, uh, they put five pins in the back. Yeah. And you had to defend those pins. So, like, if the pin got knocked over, you lose, you like, kind of lose a base. And, like, uh, yeah, I don't think you, I don't think you could get out. Like, I think you just, or I don't know, there's maybe there's some, there's different rules, but it was really fun. Uh, or maybe was it that you could get out and then you'd have fewer defenders for the pins? Uh, yeah, I think, I don't know. Oh, it, it was what you could do. So, you could, you could get out. By getting hit but you could get in the so there's five pins in the back and also in the back there was this uh tower made of hula hoops so it was mm. really it was really easy to build it was it was hard to build and really easy to knock down so like if you knock that tower down by like sniping it from like your side of the of the basketball court you would all your players would come back in and so but then you could also you wouldn't be able to let you wouldn't be able to knock down theirs legally until you had rebuilt yours, and you also couldn't defend the pins while your thing was knocked down. So like it was kind of like a like a kind of frantic uh, like fear driven frenzy to like get your uh, base build back up again. They made up. I mean, there's yeah, cool games like that. Uh, but I mean, there's classics like kickball. Like I just like taking a normal adjective or noun and then tossing the word ball after it and making it into a sport. You know, like. Rock ball, speed ball, power ball, you know, handball, yeah. face ball, football. 
<laughs> any ball hair ball what's, what's your uh, what's your we're like TV we're like ball, we're running ball. we're running really long on time but i want to ask what's your like worst like elementary or middle school gym class injury or maybe in high school injury like have you ever just like just taken well, yourself out uh, can i talk about someone else like, that someone I else sure she actually went to cmu too Ooh, interestingly wow. enough but we were doing what's known as the shuttle run which you run you start you run 10 yards to the right 20 yards to the left 10 yards to the right, and then you're done. Okay. Five seconds. She ran 10 yards to the right, turned around, and tore her ACL. <laughs> Straight up, just wheelchair. <laughs> That's awful. And then she lived Jesus up. Christ, Tim. <laughs> then she lived next door to Mark Moody. And, and Morewood. Oh, uh, Morewood. Freshman or sophomore year? Sophomore. Oh, he, was, he was in Donner's freshman year. That's fun. I probably... No, it's, it's from Fox Chow. I was going to say, like, I might know, but then I only know Mount Lebanon people that come from Mount Lebanon. Yes, you should. I think the... I'm trying to think of an injury that I had. I think the the worst is when I decided to... I already had, like, a big gash on my knee from some other activity. I don't remember what. But, like, I, like, decided to kind of risk it all in a, in a kickball game by sliding into the into the base Isaac Mills style and it's like like on a like wood panel floor and so this thing basically just like ripped my whole scab off of my knee and it was like a big scab so like it was just so goopy and like everywhere they also like made the the kickball bases uh like um, these big kind of wrestling mats yeah that was fun you could get a bunch of people on them Eddie did you have a better gym class experience cause it's all all guys in high school yeah like so we had to take gym freshman year and so it was uh we had a semester system so first semester uh and it it, it was like 50 50 first semester for me was aquatics and second half was gym aquatics i hated oh yeah we only <laughs> went to the pool once uh yeah we had to go like I don't know, once a week and um i mean it was mostly like there was like some instruction and then it was mostly just like futzing around in the pool like you could play like pool basketball and stuff and like the so we had like a legendary uh kind of like swim coach as our instructor but he obviously didn't really care about the class so he would kind of just like sit in his office and read the newspaper mm-hmm. and like it was such that you could tell like he wasn't watching us and like lifeguarding or whatever he was you could just see his newspaper and him like flipping through he was actually just reading the newspaper and we would just be playing in the pool and i, I didn't enjoy it because i didn't really like swimming um and then uh, the second half of the semester was well, second semester was gym, and that was a lot of fun because it was either we it was like fifty fifty between basketball and dodgeball. Basketball was okay. I actually had gym class with like some varsity basketball players, and so like, they, like they obviously like, they just like didn't try like they were just dunking on you. Well, they, they wouldn't even do that. They were like they don't care enough to even like they would just stand there. And I was just trying to have fun, and I'm, like, terrible at basketball. So, like, I would, like, be, like, the best, like, player. And I'm, like, it was embarrassing for me because I'm, like, everyone knows I suck, but I'm just trying to have fun out here playing basketball. So, it was kind of weird. But dodgeball was just, everyone went hard. That was, like, everyone loves dodgeball. So. Dodgeball is intense, and I'm sad that they take yeah. it out. I have a, I have an interesting little story. Uh, in my, for my senior year uh, in high school, for gym, we went uh, bowling. Uh, there was a bowling alley near our school, and that was just, like, a senior privilege that we would get to go there instead of, like, playing dodgeball or whatever. Um, 
So you do that, and <clears throat> a lot of times it'd be like <laughs> it was just like incredibly unhealthy because uh, people would people would pretty long. people people would go to the bowling alley and just like eat like chicken fingers and pizza, <laughs> not even bowl. But uh, some people bowled. Some people like pretended to bowl and just would like do like funny things like bowl like two handed like underhanded and like uh-huh. or just like chuck the ball as hard as you could and see if you could hit the pins. Like it, barely barely any people seriously bowled. Uh, but one day, uh, my friend who uh, was my, like, he, I drove him home every day. Uh, we, like, he, uh, basically, he took his bowling shoes, he was he was wearing them, and uh, left the bowling alley and went back to school wearing the bowling shoes. Uh, he didn't realize that he left his uh, school shoes on uh, on campus, on, on, in the bowling alley. And uh, if you know me, I went to private school. We had, like, a full uniform with, like, a three-piece a three, a three uh, suit. There was a, a blazer, a sweater vest, and a button-down shirt with a tie. Uh, and we had, like, these, like, black shoes that we had to wear. Uh, so he shows up with these, like, bright red and green bowling shoes on the bottom of his, like, regular school uniform. And uh, I had to go about the whole day wearing uh, bowling shoes. And uh, basically that was... That that was that was it. Like it was, it was a rough day for him. Shame for life, <laughs> Big Lebowski man. His parents wouldn't take him home. I mean, I had to take him home. As you did every other day. As I did every other day. We went we went back to the bowling alley. He apologized profusely for stealing their bowling shoes uh, temporarily, and they said it was fine. They're. <laughs> They don't really care that much. The person who got paid minimum wage, who was working there, wasn't yeah. too concerned. Gave him back his regular shoes. And I'll work out fine. How are you doing? Nice. All right. I think that can be our last our last story for this episode, uh, whatever episode number it may be. I think it's 14. I was 13. Oh, okay. I was off by one. Did you mention that I'm the guy on the cover of the... Oh, that's right. Uh, if you as a listener have ever been wondering, who is that guy on the cover? The handsome devil. That handsome devil. <laughs> that fiend. Wearing Crocs. Wearing Crocs on the cover of our podcast. It's Ian. <laughs> not me, not Liam, not Eddie, not Shuming, not Tim. It uh, might be Shuming. Might Shu- <laughs> This man is Shumind. <laughs> not, Shuma. not Evan, not Druva, not Brianna. I don't know who else. Not uh, Abigail. Abigail. Sure about that. <laughs> it might be Desnan Musa. It might be Desnan Musa. I will. Have we to don't check. actually know what Desnan Musa looks like. Because his, yeah. his, his ESPN fantasy basketball like character doesn't have a picture. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, uh, if you have questions, email us at carnegienatural.com. Uh, view the link dump whenever I decide to update it at Carnegie Natural. Wait, Carnegie, email us at carnegienatural at gmail.com. Call the toll-free number. Reach our link dump Carnegie. at carnegienatural.com. Uh, Venmo me at Josh Calipos because you all owe me a million dollars. And that's it. Uh, Carnegie Natural, Naked Afraid, uh, the way God intended, untamed, unedited. Uh, all right, that's all we got. Eddie, do you want, do you want to fart? Like, do we still do that? Uh, if you want me to. Oh, I've yeah. done it every time except for last week when I wasn't here at, since I started. All right, yeah, just give it a go. I guess Ian needs to hear it. He, he hasn't actually witnessed one see, see what He you, didn't get it for his podcast. See what you do. See what you can do. so meaty. Ooh.